little too soon. This is the one and only, the legendary Mark Massaro. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Michelle Bader Ebersole. I'm so fancy at saying your name now. What's up, Michelle? Uh, the legendary? What are you legendary for? Like your skate tricks and stuff? Sure, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> or what else? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. I just, you know, the legendary. I'm just no. practicing my humility. I'm humble and I like to express that through this podcast. Yes, that's awesome. I like to tell everybody how wonderful I am at being humble. Yes. So, you know, the legendary. It's the a legendary. very humble statement that um, says a lot about who I am. So, yeah. For sure. anyways, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. Good now that everyone knows that you're legendary. Yes. Um, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a super busy week. Super. Because we had Joel's parents and his sister um, and his brother was here a little bit too. So it was like every day showing them different things like waterfalls. We went to this hike that had seven waterfalls. Did you go chasing them? I did. Do you remember that story I told you? We got to yes. tell the audience. Have I told the audience before? That a long time ago. ago. So yes. when I was in high school, you know, back when, a few years ago, um, TLC yeah. <laughs> or TCL, no, TLC. TLC. They sang yeah. the song, Don't Go Jason Waterfalls. I thought it was about <laughs> a boy named Jason Waterfalls. And so we were in the car, me and my friends singing along. And I was like, why are you guys saying Jason? It's Jason. They're like, no, it is. And I'm like, it is Jason Waterfalls. Don't go, Jason Waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you're a kid of the 90s, you're laughing right now. Please not, don't go. Please don't go. Yes. See, all these songs come back in your head. You know what I heard today on a podcast? If you are in like a, like a down mood, just go to the songs that were popular when you were a junior and senior in high school and play it and you're going to feel better. I was like, that's brilliant. That's true. Uh, you know, I do that anyways, um, pretty normally. Right? But anyways, I'm sorry. Seven Waterfalls, Jason no Waterfalls. Water that's an interesting story. Sorry, I was going to go off on another rant there. So, <laughs> Okay, Waterfalls. <laughs> yes, it was beautiful and it was still really wonderful weather, um, like 90 one day in the 80s. It was just so beautiful so we took them to the, like we call it our river which is the river right down the road from us that we go to we went paddle boarding we went, like just every day was like showing them the beautiful northwest and it was so much fun and i loved having them here um we had room for all of them like when i moved after luke died one of my big things is i wanted a guest room never had one so i love that we have a guest room and then because hayden's at college we had his room open so we had room for all three of them and it was wonderful and then we went to his cousin's wedding, which was gorgeous, like out in the country. And um, it was the wedding I was talking about that had Brazilian food, which was like yeah. chicken and steak and all kinds of beans. And, and just for the sake of Joel, why don't you pronounce some of this stuff for us? <laughs> well, the only thing they had there that I know how to pronounce is the little chocolate balls. They're called brigadeiros. <laughs> that sounded good joel how was that was know, that good anybody, anybody out there that speak portuguese know what i'm saying <laughs> um and then the little cheese balls that we like to eat which we had many mornings with his family they're called were those picky wait oh go ahead pondicajos pondicajo it's very similar to spanish i thought it was gonna yeah. be queso de poquito <laughs> a little bit of cheese <laughs> i don't know <laughs> that's some spanish but like Joel can understand Spanish usually. He can't really speak it, but he can understand it because it's very similar. 
So anyways, that makes sense. Um, the wedding was beautiful. Like I just love going to weddings with Joel. That was our third one since we've been married. His third one. Is wow. Second. Yeah. Everybody and getting married. Was, yes. And it was so beautiful. And of course there was dancing and he has become a dancer for me. That is not his thing, but he does it for me. And it's so sweet. I admire your courage, Joel. I know. He does a great job. And it's so cute because he's trying. And he just, like, he gets out there with me because he knows I love it. And I just, I don't know, being at weddings. So here's a, a story. Of a lovely lady. No, we're not going into the oh. bench. Okay. So anyways, when I was first married the first time to Luke, I could not go to weddings like afterwards because he got sick immediately. So every time I went to a wedding, it reminded me of my happy day that turned bad really fast. And so I had a hard time and then he just was not physically able. I think he went to one or two weddings with me ever in the whole 17 years. Um, but it's different, like it's a different feeling with Joel because for one, it's like love after loss. Like it's a mm. whole different thing just so grateful and thankful and all of that stuff. Um, and then we haven't, you know, six months into my marriage with Luke, we were already um, doing chemo and all of that stuff. Like mm. I can't imagine that. So that's the other thing that happened. March, uh, not March, what month are we in? September 18th was our six month anniversary. Nice. We, I know we didn't really celebrate, but um, we had company here and everything. And he's like six months. I'm like, yeah, it's a big deal. Like we should celebrate six Is months. Is it though? Is anniversary anniversary <laughs> annual well, I told him we're gonna celebrate every six months there no. you go half anniversary <laughs> yes yeah, so it just made me like so like happy and i made a post and so a lot of you might have seen it that like this is not to break because it's not like ah i'm married you know it's about like there is love after loss and wait for someone who like really understands your grief and respects your late spouse and all that stuff yeah and doesn't it feel um it just it feels like magical to mm -hmm. like be in love again and it has yes. i don't know there is something like so you're just so deeply grateful oh yeah and appreciative and mm -hmm. um i know and i know we had that with our first spouses obviously i was deeply appreciative for lacy right. and everything um, there is something so special, though, um, about getting a chance to feel that way again. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it, it's, it, it's, there, there's both sides of it, because it's, it's really hard, too. It's really hard to love somebody again, sometimes mm -hmm. when you, when anything comes up for you in your grief, there's this feeling of like, I should be grateful. I should be grateful. I should be grateful. But like your feelings of the grief are still very real and you still really, really miss, like, I really miss Lacey. And there's so many right. days where I'm just like, Oh gosh, like I just miss her. Um, but like we've said before, all of those feelings can coexist together. They don't have to cancel each other out. Yeah. But anyways, so carry on my wayward son. I don't know that one. What? Sometimes I think you just make them up. Like, <laughs> What? I wish I was that talented. <laughs> what is that song? Uh, I think it's Foreigner hmm, or okay. Journey. I don't know. It's some 70s hair band. Okay. Anyways. I like classic rock along with hip hop. You know, that's how I roll. I like all kinds of music. My favorite band of all time is the Beatles. So. Really? Yeah. Do you know they sing a song with my name in it? 
Michelle. Michelle. Yes, of course I do. Oh, that was that was so close. Except they do actually sing it in English. It's not a French song. Yes. So people, when they meet me, not so much younger people, but older people, it happened the other day. Um, once they hear my name, they start singing Michelle Maybo. I'm like, I haven't heard that before. A <laughs> hundred times. Yeah, that's like uh, that's like me saying I've never heard anybody call me Marky Mark in the Funky Bunch. Oh, yeah, sure. They're like, where? Hey, Mark, where's the Funky Bunch? Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. oh, never heard that one before. That doesn't get old. Anyways, back yeah, to anyway, we sorry. are so sidetracked. We haven't even got to the topic we are. yet. I'm just talking about, okay, anyways, it was great when Joel's family was here. Um, loved having them here. And they're just amazing people. Like, they'd go out and, like, work on our yard and cook things. And, oh, I'm just cleaning the microwave. I'm just doing this. I'm just, like, it was so great. And I'm like, thank <laughs> you. They just wanted to, like, help and do all these things and be so helpful. And it was really fun, too. His sister stayed a day later um, than his parents. And so I got a lot of time. Joel was at work. I got, like, a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with her, which was really great to get to know a new sister-in-law and I just feel so blessed. It's like I have like two sets of in-laws now and I have more sister-in-laws and like it's just a whole new world. And so it's been really fun. getting. Come, to really? A whole new okay. World. I was I like, you're just going to pass up. that? I don't know how you were going to pass that up. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me tell one more thing and then we'll move yeah, to yeah. you. So really exciting. So Haley's senior year in choir, um, she really wanted to be president of the choir and they voted last Friday and she won. So very excited for her. Yes. So, so I'll just keep talking anyway. So yes, she got to become the president and that just basically means that she is going to Oh, there you are. I don't know what happened. That was weird. Sorry. Bueller? That's what I was going to say. I heard you the whole time. Oh, okay. Anyways. I said, no way. That's awesome about Haley. Well, I, so, you know, none of the people heard you say any of that, but that's good. It just sounded like you were silent. That's all right. Anyways. That's so probably a good thing for some yeah. people. <laughs> don't anyway. agree with me. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let me get through what I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, she's president. She's happy. I'm proud of her. I'm excited for her. And yeah, it's great to see her in something she loves and flourishing. And we're starting to talk about college. And it's just kind of a crazy world that she's in her last year of high school. So that's been the new thing happening. And then uh, I think I shared this before, but uh, Joel's been taking Peyton driving, which is awesome. Because <laughs> they say he's way more relaxed than me. And it's just easier with him. So that's great. I just get a little uptight when my kids are driving. I I heard that would Hayden be nerve wracking. It is. Just wait. I heard Hayden say to Peyton, "Does she do the air brake thing she did with me?" So I would put like my foot like on the almost the dashboard, like in, when I'm in the passenger seat, I put it up and like push on it, like you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, I did a lot for Haley. I haven't done it as much with Peyton, but anyways. Okay, another one. <laughs> are you stuff. steering too? No. <laughs> anyways, anyways your turn what's been going on with you well i'm i'm now doubting myself over something i said a minute ago i i'm starting to think that they do not make the song by the beatles michelle in english i thought that there was a well there is part of it that's in english well yeah it's part cool. of it's in english but it's like yeah it is like what is it french or something but like yes i thought i'm 
As I don't know, it's weird. I was like thinking about it. I'm all, I think I'm mixing up two songs because there's there's a couple songs they have that they did in a couple languages. Um, but anyways, super important information. I just important. I just speak what's on my mind. I'm sorry. So, anyways, I, I've actually had some cool stuff going on. Believe it or not. Um, okay, let's hear it. So Tina came and visited, which was amazing. Tina. Um, and <laughs> Tina. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking how I used to have to say mystery girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I yeah. have a name. Yep. Um, so anyways, uh, so her car had some issues, hmm. um, which, you know, is obviously a bummer. Um, but it was something that as I looked at that, I was like, we need to like take this somewhere because I can't get under the car. Um, and so it was kind of a bummer, but secretly inside i was happy because she stayed longer nice <laughs> so that selfish what a jerk um but anyways so uh yeah so anyways that was super cool we went to cade's cove again um which is so beautiful and but this time we rented a polaris razor um oh, which are like those four seater yeah. like you know and so it, it was such a different perspective cruising through the like it's this loop through the Smoky Mountains and it's like a 13 mile loop. So you take it real slow and you see all this neat stuff on the way. It's just so beautiful. But now this was like from a different perspective, because first of all, you know, I drive a Subaru Ascent. So it's, you know, it's a you know third row SUV. It's kind of kind of tall compared to like what I'm used to driving. I've always been in like small, like little race cars. That's how I roll. But um, but now I'm all used to like sitting up high. But in this thing, you're a lot lower and it's like open air. So, you know, it's like it just feels like like Tina explained it or described it as like it feels like you're like kind of on like a tour mm-hmm. of like the part. It was just a totally different perspective. So it was really neat. We had a great time. And then uh, we saw a baby coyote just like nice. cruising around on the trail. And so we stopped. He was like right next to us, which was awesome. And then uh, when we got to the end, I finally saw bears there. I don't know if you remember me telling you that, that I was like starting to doubt whether they really live Uh there or not. (laughs) Because everybody tells me every time they go there, they see bears. And I'm like, I've been like six or seven times. I've never seen bears. We saw a family of black bears. I was surprised how small they are. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I I thought, you know, I'm expecting this big old bear. I mean, you know, I mean, I still would have got out and fought him. But, um, right. you know, it just wasn't as intimidating as I thought it would be to run into a bear. But they're probably these are probably like small ones, you know, Cause it was like a mom and her cubs. And so anyways, it was just like they looked like about the size of big dogs. Oh, I was really surprised. Really? So anyways, wow. um, let's see. I went with my son to his school for what was it? Uh, parent night. Um, no, I didn't go. I'm sorry. I didn't go with him. I went to his school and he's doing really well. It's awesome. Like he's, so he's in first grade. Um, but he was testing at 2.4, which is second grade and four months. Mm -hmm. Um, he's in the top 99th percentile and then top 98th percent. Anyway, he's doing awesome. That was cool. Um, and I built a toolbox with Alexis. I gave her, I found, I found this little hammer that I got her a long time ago. Um, it's just a little cute little, it's a real hammer, but it's tiny, was you know, it hammer time. It was hammer time. <laughs> yes. I just had to. You had to <laughs> stop. 
collaborate and listen. Oh, oh, oh that would have been good too. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Mark is back with a brand new edition. <laughs> Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Yeah, so we we built the toolbox together. We painted it, and yeah, we were talking about hammer time. So, anyways, that was super cool. It was some good daddy-daughter time. That's and so Luke fun. has just gotten over a cold. So we actually had some good father-son time. And I'm thankful that good. I didn't get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I'm so humble, I don't mind expressing this. I have a phenomenal immune system, apparently. Nice. Mm-hmm. They get sick, and I just don't get it. So I think it's because okay. I've had all of their colds before. I, I probably yeah. just jinxed it. I'm probably going to get sick in the next couple of days. Uh-huh. Um Anyways, so you know what I should have gone with? I should have gone with the Honorable Mark Massaro presiding over this podcast. The humble. Anyways, the humble, the one and only. You know what kind of bugs me is when people say humble. Like when humble? They, I never heard that. An honoring. Wait, 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 that one you say like that. No. <laughs> I was trying to think of words where there's an H and people don't say it. Anyways, honoring? You don't say it. Honoring. Honoring. <laughs> But like, you know, when we like, yeah, he's really humble. Have you not heard that? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> Must be a Washington thing. No, it's like a Southern thing. And like there's sometimes people don't say the H's. That okay? is amazing. I've never heard that. Okay, That's I'm funny. Gonna, I'm going to find that somewhere. Humble. Anyways, <laughs> they, they're not on my level of humble. I'll just say that. <laughs> No matter how humble they are. So for me, one of those pet peeves is when someone says, um, I couldn't care less. Because mm, it's like couldn't. Because that's not really the yeah. same. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, anyways. So what am I talking about here? Okay. So okay. sorry. Bringing it on back. I'm sorry. I got distracted. I was trying to think of more of those things. Cause I know there's a few of those. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about how to make purpose out of your pain. Mm-hmm. Boom. Give oh Michelle the props for this one. <laughs> this is a Michelle title. So Michelle. <laughs> well, you had the clue. Let's like, give them something to talk <laughs> about. <laughs> I don't think it does that. Okay. Anyways. So. Are you asking so, me to talk about it? Yeah, oh, come you want on. Me to talk about it. That's why you said that. Okay. Um, let's see. <laughs> what does this mean? So it's funny. You're so humble. I'm so humble. So in case our super fans, super fans, super fanny, <laughs> super. <laughs> oh. You guys know I'd like super freak, super fan. Anyways, um, what were we? Saying? The kinds you don't bring on the podcast. <laughs> Super freak fan. Super fan. Okay, what I was trying to say, in case our super fans are wondering how we come up with our, our topics, it's a long one-month process. Yes. Or sometimes we just think about it. No, this is what's crazy. This is how we know we're supposed to talk about this. It's We both came up with the same topic, just a little different titles. But it was like literally the same subject. Let's talk about like how you can use your pain for purpose, like the things that you've been through. So what this means to me is like, we didn't just go through this stuff to sit here and have cats and do nothing with our lives. <laughs> I'm just thinking old cat lady sitting alone. But we, we were made, John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to steal and destroy, but I've come to give you life and give you life abundantly or to the full, either way. That's kind of a theme verse for widow goals. Um, and basically that what that means is like we have a whole life in front of us if you're alive and you're listening to this god's not done with you 
Like there's so much more for you word. And so that's really what this topic means to me is like, how do I do that? Okay. So we know some of you are brand new and that's fine. You may not be in the place where like, maybe right now you just need to like take and listen, but you might be someone who's a few months into this, a year or wherever, where you're feeling like I'm doing a little better. I want to help somebody else. Like, what do I do? And so it means looking for the opportunity. So I remember when I was a brand new baby widow, just a baby um, widow, just, just a baby widow. <laughs> I reached out to all the widows I knew, which God had put, I think seven in my life, which most widows don't have that, that I knew from different places, like different ages. And I called them all and just wanted to know that it would get better. And almost all of them told me it would. Um, but I also learned over time, like we talked about last time, like it's what you do with the time. It's not just time. But I remember like, um, like people, I would reach out to people. I remember the first remarried widow I reached out to how helpful that was to me. And like, I just reached out to people. So then like a few months later when I was feeling better, then it was like, I want to help people. So my first step, I'm trying to remember like the very first thing when I turned it around was like, how can I help? other people. I think it was after I went to the grief retreat where, you know, God had told me all these things that I've shared before. And I felt like now it's time for me to help other people. I think the first thing I did is I think that's when I decided to write a book. Now this, so this doesn't have to be everybody, but I think this is my very first move I did. No, social media came first. That very first thing I did was create social media. I think that's when I created my Instagram widow goals. And I was like, I just want to be an encouragement. And so at that point, I just would find, I remember looking up grief quotes and posting them. Like that's really all it consisted of. And so that was the way that I was able to start giving back. And then it grew from there. And I think that's, now I didn't start my TikTok for like another year. I think then I started my podcast, Widow Goals, um, which you can look it up. It's still there. I think there's still like 10 episodes. And actually, that's how people have, a few people have told us that they found us from that. Cause right, that's, yeah. I have gone back to all of those and put a link to this podcast. Like if you like oh, okay. this, listen to this, this is my current podcast and I link it here. Um, so I started that just me and a microphone talking and saying like, here's your first goal, get out of bed, you know? And then from there I decided to write a book and that's when I entered this contest for the book proposal boot camp, which is put on by Proverbs 31 women. And I wrote a book, like, here's the book I want to write. And I was chosen, like 100 people out of like 800 were chosen, and I was one of them. And then I was able to go through this boot camp and get all, like, have this professional writer look at all my writing and make the manuscript, which I still have not completed, but I started. And then from there, um, I think that is a little bit after that is when we decided to start our podcast. Um, and do that. But but I want to bring it down. Not every, you guys don't have to write a book and do a podcast. <laughs> like, let's bring it back. <laughs> Not everybody is like a big, big, big picture like me. Like, what? Start a multinational company. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so let, let's bring it. What did you do? Because I know you've given back besides the podcast. Like, when did you first feel like you could give back? And what are some of the first things that you did? Well, I was taking um, from like posts and things like that on Facebook. Like I, I needed prayers. I needed a lot of prayers. And so I was in a phase of like, just not really doing anything. But for me, it was like, I started 
trying to help people with things, um, you know, getting back to like normal things that I did, which was like, you know, oh, I could fix that for you. Oh, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Um, but also like life was just so crazy, mm-hmm. like with having little kids and you know what I mean? And trying to figure out how to like put everything together, put all these pieces together that was like so complicated. Um, but I will say that making purpose out of pain out of, you know, making purpose out of my pain was something that I did even before Lacey died. Um, I just felt so led by God to use this story. Um, and not necessarily the story as much as trying to be a witness, trying to show people that even though we're going through hell, God is still good. And and trying to help everybody see, like, I don't know, there was this, um, this part of me that I was kind of, like, relating to Job. And I know I didn't have it as bad as Job, even as bad as it was. But I related to his suffering. And, and I looked at the way that he behaved towards God, that he was still praising God's name. And right. so for me, that's that's something that I feel like should be the focus for anybody because as we've said on this podcast if if your friends know that you're a christian and they are not they are going to be watching you to see if you still believe in the face of adversity what you say you believe because you know a lot of people say that it's easy to be a christian when everything's good when everything's going well it's easy to be you know a positive thinking upbeat Christian that talks about how great God is. But when you're thrown in the furnace and the heat's turned up all the way, are you still going to proclaim God's goodness? Mm -hmm. And so it's like what Job said is, um, what am I going to only praise him in the good times and curse him in the bad? And he was saying that like rhetorically, like what am I only going to praise him when my life is good? And I really related to that. And so I, I just, you know, I found strength in that. I found like the Lord gave me strength through that by telling people, um, I don't care how bad it gets. I don't even want to say this because I know you're going to start singing. <laughs> I'm getting ready. <clears throat> but Satan can't touch my salvation. <laughs> can't touch this. Nah, 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 nah. Can't touch this. That's probably the most frequent. I've set you up on that like four times. It's funny because this is the first time I actually caught it in advance (laughs) and like knew I was about to set you up on it. Um, So anyways, that's that's kind of what it what it means to me. But it was um, it took me a little while before I was able to start thinking about serving again. Um, But I wanted to. My heart was there. But. I just couldn't bring myself to do it for quite a while. And so I would say that besides the stuff I just mentioned, that probably the podcast was the first real thing that I was actually like trying to give back where I felt empathy for just to be honest, somebody besides myself Mm -hmm. um, or felt, you know what I mean? Like was starting to feel normal again. You know what I mean? So anyways, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of uh my opening statement. <laughs> okay. And 
I feel like um, the podcast and then like all the Facebook groups and stuff led to other people, you know, being able to help those other people. And while you were talking, I was thinking about, okay, pain from our purpose, purpose from our pain, said it backwards, doesn't have to be just giving back to like the widow community. It could be like you said, you were getting back to normal so you could do you could do the things that you used to do. Like if you used to serve doing this, you'd be able to do that. So I want you guys to think bigger than just the widow community. Like you can give back by just going and serving at your church for anything. Yeah. Um, I, I know that's one of the best ways to like get your mind off of yourself is to go and serve at church or go somewhere and listen to somebody else. Um, it actually like encourages me when I have a chance to sit and listen to somebody else talk about all of their stuff and, you know, be a listening ear. So something mm. in, in grief recovery that you do is when someone's talking, they're like, they're, they're pouring out their heart. You are not allowed to say one word. Like, it is like a really hard discipline, but it is so good. And it's just teaching us, like, we really... Like if somebody is sharing their stuff and we're like rubbing their back, offering them a Kleenex, we are actually disrupting their grief. And so we need to actually let them feel it. And so like letting, like letting people just talk and listen without feeling like you have to make them feel better. Just be a listening ear. It's yeah. super cheesy that this little illustration, but they're like, we are a heart with ears. And they actually have a picture of a heart <laughs> with ears. But it's, it's the point of like learning to do that, like learning to just listen. Yeah, and, and you don't have to come up with all of the like the the things and all the stuff. And that is challenging sometimes, but that is such a, a witness. And and if especially like so, let's say your church, everybody knows what you, the audience, have been through, right? If you go to a church, everybody knows that you're semi recently widowed, if not really recently widowed. And so, let's say. Everybody at your church knows that about you, but you know that let's say there is a mother at work who's going through postpartum depression or uh, maybe their child is going in for a surgery, a basic surgery, but the, the mother is still afraid or nervous and asking for prayers. Like it is such a powerful witness for you to call them. And say, hey, I just wanted to like pray with you real quick and know that I'm thinking about you tomorrow where your son's surgery or, you know, I know you're going through this depression. Is there anything I can do for you? Can I bring you like how about I bring you lunch tomorrow and just come pray with you? If you don't want company, I'll just drop it off and leave. But I, I just I really feel led to do something for you. Um, they're going to be so floored mm -hmm. that the person who's going through what you're going through is willing to reach out to them. It's such a powerful um, testimony of God's healing grace, you know, and, and that he's still, um, you know, we're commanded to love others. And that command isn't seized um, because we're going through something hard. Now, of course, there's understanding when you're, you know what I mean, when you're, when, when all we can think about as humans as ourselves and what we are going through, but you will come to a point in your grief. Let's say you're in the beginning right now. And you can't imagine even getting out of bed. Right. Well, maybe after a week or two, okay, maybe you're able to get out of bed now. But just being real, maybe it's been hard for you to get up and take a shower. Well, maybe then after like a week, you can take a shower. You know what I mean? Just these little things. You're, yeah. you're starting these steps. But so after two months, maybe you do feel like, okay, like, you know what? 
I know that woman is having problem. You know, I'm obviously speaking to other women. Um, that you may know, like that there's a woman at the church that um, is going through problems with their marriage, in her marriage, and you say like, hey, um, would you want to go for like a walk on Saturday morning and just kind of you know, tell me what's in your heart and what's going on or whatever, you know, anyways, people get the point, but like, I, I just think it's such a powerful witness for you to be able to reach out to others, especially to your non-believing friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just, they're going to be like, how are you? I remember I had a friend that, um, I still have him, <laughs> but, um, at the time I had a friend that I went over to his house um, to buy buy a computer from him, uh, the laptop that I'm using now, actually. And he said, and he's been an atheist as long as I've known him. And he said, I don't know how you're doing it, man. And I said, well, you know, I know we have different beliefs. And so I don't mean this in any disrespectful way. But you know what I believe? Um, it's God. It's God, man. There's There's no doubt in my mind that God is carrying me through this. And he said, no, no. And I thought he was doing his normal, like, no, there is no God. I mean, he he's such an athe- he was such an atheist that if he sneezed and I say, bless you, he'd say, there is no God. <laughs> it was that bad. So um, anyways, so he said, no, no. And I was like, oh, here we go. I offended him or whatever, you know. And he's like, no, I, I, think, um, I think you're right. And I've been thinking about this ever since Lacey's service. And uh, – yeah, I don't know. I've just I've been thinking about things a lot lately and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy." So, you never know right. the witness that you're being and here's another one of those things that that friend of mine I, I don't know of a time as long as I've known him for like 24 or 25 years that he has ever stepped foot in a church. Wow. And I don't I'm not saying he hasn't. I'm just saying I don't know of any time. But I told my pastor at Lacey's Celebration of Life, there are going to be people here that do not know Jesus. I really want you to preach the gospel. And so he shared the gospel at Lacey's Celebration of Life, and a lot of people heard it. So that is a great example of God using our pain for purpose. Mm, And if Lacey died, as I've said before in this podcast many moons ago, if Lacey dying which is heartbreaking for me, my kids, obviously Lacey's family. It's heartbreaking for all of us, but we're all believers. We all know Lacey went to paradise. If Lacey died and went to paradise, and through that, because of that, people got saved and are now going to go to heaven because Lacey died, then as hard as it is to say, my biblical knowledge tells me that it is worth it by a lot for those people to now forever have salvation in Christ. Right. So anyways, yeah, purpose from pain, yes. house of pain, a jump around. Sorry. Get down, get down. Why did you say house of pain? Is that what they're called? Yeah, that's the name of the band. Sorry. Interesting. I'm, I'm losing you today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so I wanted Let's to see share. this kid. He's he's walks in. My son just walked in right now with a massive box of tricks and is asking me nice. if he can have a bowl of cereal. Not right now, buddy. Silly Please rabbit. Close the door. Silly rabbit. <laughs> Remember that? 
Now, right, you can have a you can have a handful, buddy. Yes, I do. I do like tricks. Those are good. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So that was awesome. <laughs> I wanted to share something that I used to do that reminds me of what I should do again. So I used to pick somebody. You could use Facebook or just somebody in your contact list, and I would, you know, send a message or a text, someone different every single day, and just reach out to them. I might say something like, how can I pray for you? Like, you know, just a nice encouraging message or maybe share something about how they've helped me through something or whatever. Just pick a person and reach out to them, and you have no idea how that might help them, which reminds me, like, mm. I want to do this again. And especially Facebook, people are used to people reaching out I am guilty in the past for network marketing or whatever. And so to just simply be like thinking about you today, can I pray for you? Like that's you. Yeah. I call them and say, going to say a little prayer for you. Forever. 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 Stay we'll in part. my heart. Stay in my heart. We're, we're so good. I don't know. I thought it was never will part. Oh, that too. I think it's both. Best friends. Jason, great, Jay, great Jason Waterfells. Jason Waterfalls. Anyway. It's Jason Waterfalls all over again. <laughs> I get distracted from what we're talking about. I'm sorry. That's that's totally my fault. Calling people and saying a little prayer yes. for them. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Um being serious, like reaching yeah. out to people or even better. Yeah. If it's someone, you know, personally, like call them, but like, it just encourages me to reach out. Um, and I have so many widows on my Facebook. Like I could definitely just start reaching out to widows and how can I pray for you and all of that stuff. So it doesn't have to be some big write a book or make a podcast. Right. It, it can start out simple. Um, if there's no like widow groups in your area, start one. You can make a Facebook group, you can um, make a meetup group, and you start being the light. You start being the person to help the other people. And it not only does it help yourself because you're helping others, you're helping others as you help yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's deep. Really, really deep. I thoughts. mean, you can do it like it can be like from the moment you wake up. Before like, you even put on your makeup. <laughs> you say, like, I know when you're going to say something actual and when you're going to say which one's wrong, you have a different look on your face. Or like when you're thinking it, you're trying to hold it until you have a second to say it. You're like holding the thought, holding the thought, and then you're like, yeah. Just, no. Yeah, we've been Fine. podcasting together a while now. Yeah, about to be 100 episodes. Side note, tune in for episode 100 when we do a live show. I'm so nervous about that. Oh, I love it. Like we It's cool. Live Instagrams, remember that? I do. Back in the day, those like, those made me nervous know. too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's right. But that was cool. Yeah, we'd go on live Instagram and we'd have people um send in prayers. Prayer. We'd say a little <laughs> prayer for them right there on the spot. Forever and never. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Back. Would only be heartbreak for me. Oh, that's really low. <laughs> okay, people are probably sick of it. They've like tuned us out. They're done. There's but a stop okay. button. <laughs> there is, and there's like. Please don't hit it. Please don't go. Please don't go. Okay. Anyways, um. I just got a lot of melodies in my head today, apparently. I know. It's been like a million of them, but we need to like stop, collaborate, and listen. I'm not going to do it. All right. There you go. Michelle is back with a brand new invention. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, 
Let's get back to the subject at hand, okay? Back to the subject at hand. Never mind. <laughs> That's not a real song. No, Anyways, it's lecture. Okay, so reaching out to people. That's a good practical step that everybody could do today if they're feeling up to it. If you're a baby, baby widow and you don't feel up to it, that's okay. I'm yeah. just trying to give them like practical ideas and like really looking, praying for opportunities. God, who can I help today? Whether it's another widow or it's somebody completely different. Like what, how can you use my story? How can you make beauty out of these ashes? How can you turn this morning into dancing? Like what? How can you use me? And your life, like, is a testimony. They're seeing how you're handling this. Yeah. And they're, you know, watching you and all the stuff. Like, do you have more ideas? Well, I, I had a story. Well, okay. not, I mean, so somebody, I was in, uh, I was at the office last week, whatever day it was. I think it was month. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe Tuesday. And, uh, the lady at the front desk comes in and says, hey, there's uh, a walk-in customer and we don't have anybody on the floor. Would you like to take them? And I was like, yeah, definitely. So uh, I brought this older couple into my office and we sat down and we got to chatting about, you know, what kind of property they're looking for and all this stuff. And the guy says, well, because, you know, I lost my wife. Mm. And I was like, oh, really? And then she's like, yeah, and I lost my husband. And then we found each other and got oh. married. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, well, I have to share with you that, like, I'm also widowed. And they were like, oh, my gosh. And we just sat there talking about all the stuff for so long and how beautiful it is to find love again. And so uh, – and then check this out. I've talked about this on the podcast before. The guy told me – I didn't say anything about it. The guy told me – he said, well, it's great. And I said, it's so nice that you have somebody that understands, right? And they both, like, nodded with this big smile on their face. And he said, well, yeah. I have so he's all up on our wall. There's a picture of me and my late wife, a picture of her and her late husband, and then a picture of the two of us in the middle. And I was like, oh my gosh, like we're gonna do that same thing. Yeah. That's so awesome, you know. So we just and then I took him around and showed him a few houses, and um, so I'm probably gonna help them. But uh, the lady said to me, um, she noticed I had some some decorations on the wall with some scriptures on it, and. Um, they mentioned the Lord. And so I was like, well, you know, it's very different for us as believers, isn't it? And she's like, yeah. And she just like kind of shook her head and she's like, gosh, the Lord works in funny ways. Cause like, I knew we were supposed to come in here Aww. and just talking to you. Like, I just, I just know that we're supposed to be working with you. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's like so awesome. So anyways, it was a really neat, um, experience. And so just in that God was using, what I've been through my pain for his purpose to sit there and talk about to make somebody feel comfortable and to, um, you know, cause they've, they had some stuff with family stuff. And so mm -hmm. for them to like feel encouraged that what they had going was fantastic was, yeah, um, awesome. it was kind of neat. It was like all the stuff we talk about on the podcast, I was like able to share with them and they were mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah. You know, um, they were a sweet, sweet couple. So it was awesome. I kind of had similar but different happen. I just thought of this at the wedding. So I'm out on the dance floor dancing away. <laughs> and then um, Joel's aunt and sister were at this table. And they're like, come over here. And they're like, I had already met this lady, but I didn't know her story yet. They're like, we were just telling her about your retreat and that you were widowed. And they'd love to talk to you. And I was able to connect with this lady who had been widowed for a while and how she had never really found a community 
of people. And then the other lady, then another lady was at the table. She's like, oh, I know someone who was just widowed. Can I have your information? I sent them both my websites and maybe they'll come to the retreat. I don't know. But it was just cool, like making these connections um, and just. That's awesome. It. And there is this weird sisterhood, brotherhood kind of thing when you meet someone who's widowed. Like, yeah, you get it. Like part of the club. Part of it's it's a club that none of us wanted to be part of, but we're all part wanted, of a club. Yeah, to be part of. So, anyways, it's uh, it's interesting and something beautiful they did at the wedding. Um, so, uh, Joel's uh, aunt, I guess, had no. She's not. She's like a cousin. Whatever. There's a there's this guy who's related to Joel through distance. His wife had passed away a few years ago, and they put a chair with a rose on it and it said in honor and memory of and had her name on it and then they had one on the other side for somebody else and i was like that's beautiful like yeah my kids want to do something like that um Mm. someday but i just thought i've never seen that at a wedding and i thought it was really beautiful so that's just i like that little side note i was like okay i love that um i love that you know like honoring um we had that at my wedding. Well, the only thing we had is I had a little sign that said, like, in memory of those we've lost or something like that. And mm. I had little candles behind it. Um, so I wanted, like, I had thought about doing this whole thing with, like, everyone we lost, like, grandparents, this and that. And it was, like, too much. And anyways, everybody does it differently. But obviously, everyone at my wedding knew what that meant. Yeah, um, yeah. But going back to the subject at hand... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it, but really looking for those opportunities, praying about how God wants to use you. If there's like, um, you know, maybe letting the pastor at your church know, like, if there's a new widow, I'd love to talk to them. You know, like all of my friends knew and still know, like, I'm the go-to widow. Like, if they know someone who's widowed, they send them to me. Mm. Um, and that's what Stacy, who's been on here a couple of times, um, that's who she was for me. She reached out to me and she is that to so many people. She is like the widow person. Um, and so she reached out to me in the beginning and it's a big part of like where I am today. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, like praying for people to reach out to making herself available, not just staying in your room not doing anything like living life and living life abundantly so Mm. and and i think uh it's important for people to know that we're not saying to turn off your grief um you you can do this stuff like even if you're grieving or if you don't feel like doing it one day because you're having grief that's obviously not what we're talking about so i don't want anybody to i was just thinking about somebody who might be thinking like gosh i can't think about doing anything like that right right now and we kind of covered it you know but i just wanted to reiterate that in case i don't want people to ever think there's something wrong with them because they don't relate to what we're saying or whatever you also have to remember that we're both over three years out Mm -hmm. which is crazy crazy very crazy that's that's crazy. Um, that sorry, that kind of hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, like she's been gone for three years. It's just crazy. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think I think just because, first of all, we're all children of God, and no matter what we've been through, what He's done for us is beyond measure, and we should always be willing, ready, and able to express our gratitude for that through our actions through the fruits of our labor um and also because it does help you 
in your grief, it will help you so much to help somebody else. Um, but yeah, I mean, write, write some beautiful Facebook posts. Like I would encourage you to like be vulnerable yeah. and talk about God's grace, write a post about God's grace, something like that. Um, a blog or whatever you do, you know? Um, so because not only will it help other people, it will help you and it will also help you to know that you're helping others. So, um, that's the way we're supposed to live our lives as Christians, as believers, and sometimes it's hard when we lose our spouse to find a new identity. So remember that your identity is in Christ and not in your marriage. Mm, that's good. I, I want to That's all I have to say about that. Go ahead. Every time. So <laughs> this isn't really the topic, but mm -hmm. it's kind of a mom brag, and I just think it's really awesome. So on uh instagram peyton this is him talking at heart change he he wrote this yesterday so i just wanted to share it for 15 years i've struggled with severe anxiety once i got close to jesus i spent a lot of time in prayer asking the lord to take the anxiety off of me because i know he can i started to notice that i gained so much more confidence while at school church or just in general jesus have restored so many things that i lost in my life and i can't thank him enough there was no medication that could cure my anxiety. It was all Jesus. Jesus can heal from depression, anxiety, thoughts of ending your life, other mental thoughts, and so much more. I'm proof that Jesus really is real and cares for us so deeply. The point is that the Lord wants to know you and wants to bless you. He's knocking at the door, and you just got to open it. He'll give you joy, purpose, motivation, peace, and a drive for success like he has for me. None of this was coincidental coincidental jesus was just trying to get my attention and i'm so glad i let him in wow that's how old is he he's 15 14 15 wow and that's from a boy who lost his dad at 12 years old oh that's amazing really, i know he's really which i haven't like talked about him much at all um he has really grown spiritually in the last uh, six months um he went to youth group and some things happened and pastor prayed over him and like He's like listening to worship music all the time now, and he's using his platform. He has a pretty big YouTube channel now, um, and his TikTok and his Instagram to talk about Jesus. And I like couldn't be like more proud. That's amazing that he is doing that. And so, like, if he can heal that little boy's heart to be where yes. he is today, he can heal yours and all of ours. And it's just, it's so beautiful just to see the healing that's happened because he seemed kind of like depressed for a while. He'd barely talked to anybody. And, um, now he's like just a different person and like really just, um, wanting to tell everybody about Jesus and like, just, it's been amazing. That's so. awesome. You should ask him if it's okay to share that on our page. Oh yeah. I'm sure he'll I'm, say yes, but I will, I will ask him. That'd be he, awesome. He put it on his, uh, Instagram on his public page. So I'm sure he'll be good with I'm it. I'm sure a lot of people would be impressed with um, that if you wrote that it was from your 15 year old son. Yes. Yeah. I'll share it. I'm sure he'll let me, um, and then also just, oh, this is kind of a funny story. So he wanted these like really expensive shoes for school. So this year I was like, this is the budget you have. This is what you can spend. They're like Air Force, Nike Air Force. They're like coming back in. They used to be a thing back in the day. So he buys them with his money. And then a second later, like they came in the mail and I'm like, what did you do to your shoes? He put 
verses all over them. He wrote all wow. over them. Wow. But it's ver verses and like, Jesus loves you. And so I was like, I can't complain. Oh, that's I like, cool. I guess they fit, right? We're not sending those back. <laughs> <laughs> but he has verses all over his shoes. Like he is totally like, that's awesome. at high school. And I'm so proud of him. Good for him. That's and awesome. Yeah, it's just like making me cry just thinking about how mm. much God has healed his heart. And obviously he's Praise still God. He still um, misses his dad. Another thing that happened, I haven't read the paper yet, but he wrote a paper about his dad. He just told me for his sophomore English class. Um, he's like, I wrote this story about me and baseball and daddy. And his teacher was like, did you use AI? Like he thought he cheated. And I was like, why did he oh, wow. that? Um, I'm like, doesn't he know your story? Because this teacher has had all three of my kids. So I was like, what? But it was because it, he talked to him the next day and he believed, I was like, if he doesn't believe you, I will call him. I will tell him it's true. Um, but I guess his writing had improved so much um, from mm. the year before that he was like, whoa, you know, this is such great writing. And Peyton was like, well, I, you know, I just kind of scraped by last year. Like he gets it. Like we talk about, even if you don't love school, like doing everything for God, like doing your best, even if it's something you don't love. Yeah. So I feel like that's translated to his schoolwork too, um, because he's actually like trying and yeah and he's all like yeah just we need to tell everybody about jesus and like he has this sign in his room that says make heaven crowded and i was like that's, mm, cool. that's awesome that. and he has you know lots of questions tons of questions and it's just been really really exciting to see and last night he asked me more about um which it's all in another episode and we'll get all into it but the vision i had when luke was dying he wants to know mm. more okay i told him about that maybe like six months ago and he was asking me more details about it last night and so you really think you saw jesus and like what happened and you know it was just it's cool that he that's cares awesome about all this stuff now and like yeah. yeah anything that has to do with his dad he has lots of questions wants to know more and you know he's told me before like i only like and your kids they were even younger he, he says like i only had 12 years i only had you know and it's I feel bad for him and anyways mm. i just went off on a total thing but i guess it kind of no, that's awesome like how god can heal your kids too like never stop praying for your kids um because they can be healed and it's interesting how they all deal with it in different ways and i also believe counseling has helped peyton he goes to counseling now oh good um, for him because he was when he was feeling anxiety i'm like you need to go to counseling and he finally did and he loves it he's like she gets me <laughs> yes that's cool yeah. What a great young man. That's awesome. Yes. Anyway, so proud of him. Um, anything else we need, we want to say about uh, purpose and pain? Well, I just want to ask you, is that your half-shaved dog in the background? <laughs> yes. No, he's all the way <laughs> shaved now. He's oh, that's so right. We took him back. He got fixed. Because Joel cool. used his pliers, I remember. No. Oh, I need to correct it. It was. He's like, it was not pliers. It was wire cutters. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> Like he wasn't just yanking at it with pliers. He was. No, I didn't think it. that. I, I pictured he was using pliers. I was picturing like needle nose pliers with the cutters on them. Oh yeah. So yeah, he told me that I said it. But maybe not everyone in the audience was picturing yeah. that. They were like pliers. Was he just yanking out the hair? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sit so, still. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's my crazy dog. You guys just heard because I don't know. He's just being loud. But anything. No. Else yeah. On, on this subject today. Nope, I think that that's about it. Okay, would you like to pray us out? Uh, yes, I would. Okay. Uh, Lord, just thank you so much. Just like to praise your name for all of the wonderful things that you have brought through difficult times and that um, you have allowed us to use our pain for purpose. And I pray that you would do that for everybody listening, that you would allow them to feel like there was a purpose to all of the pain.
And um, I'd like to thank you, Lord, for the restoration and healing that you've done in Peyton's heart. That's just so awesome. Um, what a great testimony of who you are, and um, none of us are deserving of it, Lord. And I, I pray for all those in the beginning that haven't experienced the feeling of your hand on our shoulders, um, holding us and carrying us through this. And I pray that they would feel that soon. I pray that um, they would be able to look back as we have been able to and see all the amazing ways that you're there for us, even when we can't feel it. I'd just like to pray, Lord, um, that anybody listening would feel encouragement and would feel a fire lit under them to serve the to serve your kingdom and um, to serve everybody around them in their community. And um, and I'd like to thank you for having such a humble heart. It's in Jesus' name I pray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. God laughs. God laughs too. God thinks you have an are humble heart. Humble. I'm so honest. Oh wait, that never mind. That's not <laughs> that's one of those I, ones. <laughs> I know. I said that too. Anyways, honest. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> if you like this podcast, give us a little bang. Five stars, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the places you listen. And if you're on Spotify, just side note, you can see our faces like it's a video. Um, no, Mark doesn't want you Terrible. to see our faces. Also on YouTube, you know, you can see our faces. Um, as you guys know, we are part of Widow Goals, which is the nonprofit that I started that we provide podcast social media, grief recovery scholarships, as well as events and more. And if you've been blessed by this ministry and want to give back, there's a little link in the show notes um, and you can give a tax-free gift. Also, if you want to be a guest on our podcast, we have a link in the show notes where you can fill out a form um, to ask some questions so we can get to know you better. And we'd love to have you on the podcast. And what else? I think that's it. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, all the places. All the places. All the places. And uh, get excited about that 100th episode coming up soon. All around Bye. me are familiar faces. Worn out Kermit faces. Oh, wait. No, this is Kermit. Yeah. Kermit D. Frog. <laughs> Kermit! <laughs> oh, that was Miss Piggy. No, yep. but really, what is that from? Why do I kind of know it? Uh, oh, gosh, Tears for Fears. Yeah, but it's from, uh, like, the Muppets. And I find it kind of funny. I find it kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's probably when, enough songs. How many this time? Like, 10? 14. 14 that we sang about? I think that's yeah. good. I think we're good. No, I don't know. There's a okay. song count. If you look on the right side uh the screen there's a song count you looked i did <laughs> like that's a new feature there's a song <laughs> count all right well thanks everybody from for uh listening that's the word I'm looking yes for. and uh we will see you next time god bless you bye